0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes so that we might have the freedom to move. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, do you feel like moving? So if, if you haven't been, been tracking with us every Sunday here, so, so the, the first Sunday that, that we were here, we talked about nutrition. And uh, a part of my goal in the sermon was to make you hungry. Um, be, because I, I thought, hey, if I make you hungry, then you'll actually get this sense of what it's like to, to need this part of life. And then last time, I I, I abused a lot of you, and I caused you to hold your breath for as long as you could, and thankfully nobody passed out. Um, but but a lot of us in this in this room got this feeling of what it's like to not breathe, and, and the whole idea there was to get you the sense of of okay, this is what it feels like for me to not breathe, and and this is the spiritual equivalent of that. So today we're talking about movement. So I really thought about having everybody in here try to stay completely still, but then I was afraid that you would fall asleep. <laughs> So we're not going to do that. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how movement is a good thing. How uh, movement is a part of our biology. That um, if we are alive, we're going to want to move. And, and for a lot of us, that is, uh, you know, that, that's certainly the case. If you try to sit still for too long, especially if you're an ADHD person in here, uh, you're not going to do very well. You're going to start kind of freaking out in your head and going, I, I need to move somehow. And it's not just humans, it's mammals, it's fish, it's even plants. Plants, those stalwart things that are outside, that are dealing with the wind out there, that they move in order to respond to the things in their environment. They, They move ever so slightly, but they move. And so it's one of these biological signs of life, that if we're alive, that we have movement, that we're moving around. And so this whole series is about how we're the body of Christ. And if we're the body of Christ, that body is a living body. And so if we are that living body of Christ, what is happening is that we are going to start to manifest signs of movement as his body. That's a part of what it means for us to be baptized. And so we get to this this thing about, well, what does it mean to move then? Because movement is one of those things that I, I think we kind of take for granted. Movement, especially for us as human beings, is, is often even kind of difficult sometimes. Because sometimes, well, we don't want to move. And in fact, some of you, when I said that I thought about having you not move, you were like, thank goodness. <laughs> that is what I need. What I need is just to sit in one place and not Move, not talk, not think, not do anything. Probably because you've been over motivated, over moved. But there is a time to move. And sometimes that time to move is, is something that is a little bit confusing for us. Because um, first of all, the, the first thing that we do when somebody walks us to a, up to us and says, Hey, I want you to move I think the first thing that a lot of us do is we start to scan the room around us. We start to scan our environment. We look to the horizon. We start going, well, if you want me to move, where am I going to move to? Because eventually I want to get to a place where I'm I'm standing still again. Right? That's how Psalm 23 is actually structured. That it starts off with kind of standing still, being there, laying down, and then at the end, it's Again, standing still, it's dwelling in the house of the Lord. But in between there, there's all kinds of movement. And so that's where we're at in our baptized lives right now. That we are in that time where we, in our baptisms, have been said you're good with me, dwell with me. And yet, we're looking forward to that moment where we're going to be dwelling with God forever. And that's not going to be a static reality either. But there is going to be a a notion of rest there. But here, 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 Jesus is being a shepherd. Here in in the midst of Psalm 23, if you really kind of sort of metaphorically jump into Psalm 23 yourself, where we're at is we're at this point where Jesus is kind of moving us around. That he is the great shepherd of the sheep, and what that means is that, well, we're sort of nomadic. Because I don't know how many of you actually know sheep. It's hard to find them anymore. But sheep, generally speaking, are not an animal that likes to stay in one place for very long. They kind of move around. If you don't move them around, you don't have any grass, and they start to get hungry, and then they die. So you have to move your sheep around. If you're a shepherd, you know that. If you're a shepherd, you know that your sheep have to move. The other thing that you know is that they probably won't move on their own, which is an apt metaphor for us sometimes, I think, as Christians. That sometimes we look at God and he says, move, and we scan the horizon, and we look for another seed, and we go, where to? Yeah, where am I going to move to? What do you want me to do? There's this sense in us where we're like, we know that there's all of this good stuff out there, but what fits me? We know that there's all this good stuff out there, but how do I go about doing that? Maybe you know that you should pray a little bit more, but how, how do I actually get into those rhythms of praying? Maybe you know that you should you know, kind of read his word more. How, how do I do that? Maybe you know that you should you know, kind of do good things for your neighbors, but how on earth do you do that? And so you start to scan the room, and you start to look at, okay, if I'm going to move, where do I move to? Of course, there's another reaction that I think oftentimes we give God as well. That reaction is the reaction of, yeah, I'm comfortable here. I'm good. That 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 feeling of God says, "Hey, I want you to move." And you're just kind of like, "Ah, but the couch is really nice. It's so comfy. I had this couch in undergrad. I, it, I don't know whatever happened to this couch. I hope that, you know, generations of people have slept on it and somebody's sleeping on it still. Because that couch could just make you fall asleep. It probably had something to do with my sleep habits when I was an undergrad also. But, you know, they, they, there's that sense where we get into these kind of moments in our lives where things are pretty comfortable. And maybe that's not where you're at right now. Maybe you're like, oh, I would love some comfort. But some of us actually are, are in that place where we're like, hey, I, I feel comfortable. And feeling comfortable, ironically, sometimes in those moments, actually feels kind of bad. Where you're like, I, I almost feel too comfortable. This is too good. I, I don't feel like I'm moving enough. And yet at the same time, you're like, ah, but I don't want to move either. <laughs> and so when God comes to you and he says, move, yeah, you know, that's okay, God. I'll just stick here. You ask somebody else to move. But the danger of this is that a lot of times when God is telling you to move, he's telling you to move for a good reason. Yeah, it's kind of like you're in a Looney Tunes cartoon, and God is saying move because there's a piano that's been dropped, and it's coming down for your head right now. Maybe God is is saying, move out of your comfortable spot because that comfortable spot is not going to be so comfortable in just a little while. Maybe God is saying, move because that comfortable spot is actually going to start to damage your soul. And then you go back to the first one. and You start going, okay, if, if I have to move, if my life is in danger, where do I move to? And this is where God gets kind of weird right? Because here in Psalm 23, you see all of these different movements, and most of them we're kind of okay with, right? So, you know, he makes me to lie down by still waters and green pastures. He, you know, he brings me to all of these great places. And then kind of in the middle, he says, well, I'm, uh, you know, he sets a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And you start going, God, uh, um, can we talk about this move?" Why are we having a picnic with our enemies? And God's like, trust me. The end of this is that you're going to dwell in my house forever. The end of this is that you are going to experience what this good movement in your life feels like. And sometimes that means that when, where God is moving you is through... The shadow of the valley of death. They got us saying, look, if you're going to move, you got to move. And sometimes when you move, you've got to move through some difficult places. Because we live in a world that's filled with sin. And some of that sin is our own sin. Some of that sin is our own making. Some of the shadows in the valley of death are our shadow." Some of the enemies that we're sitting down to a picnic with are our own demons, are our own failures. And God says, I've got you. Move. And God is constantly calling us to move. Constantly calling us to say, I'm going to take where I'm at, and I'm going to move here. And then maybe I'm going to move back. But I'm going to keep on moving. Now there is something to what God has to say about our direction. Because sheep aren't very good at direction. Sheep, if they move on their own, they tend to be moving on their own, especially in the Bible, in ways that get them lost. And the shepherd has to go and find them. And so we have to go, okay, how do I follow... Where the shepherd is is telling us to move. How how do I follow God in that? And God says, I gotcha. I gotcha with this weird kind of thing. I'm always surprised how much everybody loves Psalm 23. Because I get it. There's some really nice pastoral images in there. There's also some really frightening ones. I mean, we just talked about picnic with your enemy, uh, Valley of the Shadow of Death. And then on top of that, it says that your shepherd has his rod and his staff and they comfort you. And have you ever really thought about what those things are? The staff, it's like the shepherd's crook. It's the thing that he like takes and he fits over your neck and goes, "Come here." And we're like, oh, that's so nice. I love to be pulled by my neck. <laughs> the rod thing? The rod is a beaten stick. I mean, in the message translation, I really hope that that's how they, they explain that, because that's what it is. It is a stick for beating off enemies. It is also a stick for beating sheep. Sheep that are getting out of, the, out, out of line. And he, he's going, hey, don't worry. I've got you. I've got my rod and my staff, and they're going to comfort you. (laughs) And that rod and that staff, they're things that keep us in line. They're, They're things that tell us where to go. And that rod and that staff are the things that tell us in which way to go. And that way to go is, well, it's two pieces of wood. And I think we know something else that had two pieces of wood. He says, this is the way to go. If you want to know where to go, just think about those two pieces of wood. Crossed over one another as a cross. Think about my cross. Think about what I have done for humanity. Think about how I have forgiven you your sin. Think about what I have saved you and redeemed you for. Think about all of the things that I have done in order to bring you here. I want to move you in those directions. I want to move you towards eternity. I want to move you towards salvation. I want to move you towards light and life and beauty and honor and glory. Those are the things that I want to move you toward. And I'm moving you toward those things by two pieces of wood my rod, my staff. Crossed over one another. So that I might be crucified on them. And so brothers and sisters. This week. May we move. May we envision his rod and his staff crossed before us. And may we move in that direction. In the direction that he is calling to us from eternity through that cross. Because he didn't just die on that cross so that our sins may be forgiven. He died on that cross so that we may have life. So let us move and live forever. Amen. Amen. Please rise.